welcome to The Two Dyspraxics. I'm Barbara Neal. And I'm Matthew Monson. Today we thought we would just have a conflab about some of the um, miscommunications, mistakes, misgivings and things like that. Lots of misses that we tend to experience, particularly <laughs> as dyspraxics. So um, I don't know about you, Matthew, but I've had probably more than my fair share of those. It feels like it sometimes. Anyway. I would agree. Yes, yes. I think uh, uh, you, you don't get very far in life unless there's kind of been some misunderstandings, miscommunications, some of them in my fault, some of them have been other pe- people's and, and you kind of have been caught up in the in in the flow of it. And it, you know, it happens, doesn't it? It happened to us just it, as we were getting into our recording. It did, yes, because um, just to explain, when we record our podcasts, I usually set the whole thing up and then send Matthew a link and he joins in and then we start chatting. And um, so that's basically how it works. But Today, um, we messaged each other and I said, well, I'm, I'm just at my desk, you know, I'm ready to go and all words to that effect. And Matthew sent me back a message that said, I'm just getting myself a drink. I'm in the kitchen, no. you know, which was a little bit more information than I needed. But... I like to overshare, but that's fine. <laughs> but it, it helped me paint a picture. <laughs> and, um, and then, so I was sitting here waiting, I sent the link, and so I was waiting. It's taking a long time to get himself a drink. And he was apparently thinking, well, she's taking a long time to get prepared, sitting at her desk. So um, it transpired, I don't know who I sent the link to, but it wasn't Matthew. <laughs> so I just quickly cancelled it, started to go from scratch. So... That, I don't know where that went, Barbara. I'm fine. We've just let us know if, if we get a sudden a random podcast pop up by a stranger going, hello, hello. <laughs> I'm going to have no, so I cancelled it. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair point. Oh, yeah. But, but now I'm eaten up with curiosity. You know, I really would love to know who it was and what kind of conversation we would have had after yeah. over the initial yeah. show. <laughs> that, that would have been a very different sort of podcast, I suspect. Oh, yeah, it could be. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of all the people I know who... Um, who are, um, we share that particular messaging app. And, oh, my goodness, it doesn't bear thinking about really who <laughs> it could have gone to. Uh, uh, I, I think, because uh, obviously, because in, in that sense, you, you organise all that, so I can't I can't comment on that. You're, you're in charge of all the, t- the technical side, apart from our <laughs> wonderful producer who does the editing. You're in charge of kind of getting it all set up. But, yeah, I mean, I've, I've uh, yeah, you, you, sometimes I've done it at work, not very often, but occasionally I've sent an email to like, the wrong person. Thankfully, I've never sent a, an email to a wrong person about that person. Oh, yes. Yeah, I can imagine that must be quite um, uh, awkward. I, I can remember someone I used to work with. I, sh- I shan't name him. His na- I shan't give his name or where I was working at the time to save his blushes, but I can remember working somewhere. He was trying to get through to somebody on the phone, couldn't get through, Got a bit frustrated because he couldn't get through. It was a bit of a stressy day. Except, you know, it happens. It's not a criticism. It just happens. He put the phone down and went, oh, I just can't get hold of him. It's just, it's just so frustrating and I can't do it. And he just won't pick up the phone. We can't pick up the phone. And suddenly he realised that he hadn't put the phone down properly. Mm. And then the words that he just said had been recorded on the other person's mm. um, uh, voicemail. Now, he hadn't said anything particularly rude or nasty or horrible. He just expressed his, his frustration that he couldn't get hold of the person he needed at the time he needed. 
yeah. Yeah. that person would then be able to hear it on his answer phone. <gasps> um, so, and then this is, I'm obviously being careful what I say because it's, it wasn't me who either, who either received a phone call or left a message. So I'm having to be careful what I say, so I don't want to embarrass them. And, you know, it was all sorted. They, they you know, they, they, they hugged and made up afterwards. Good. <laughs> or I, I was sat in the same room here at the time, I could just feel my toes curling for him, mm. going, oh, I really feel for you. Oh, that's must it must be a horrible sensation when that happens. Oh, absolutely. Well, I know um, I can name who this person was <laughs> <laughs> because it was my dad. It happened to him a few times, some embarrassing situations or potentially embarrassing, but he's no longer here to defend himself, bless him. <laughs> so it means I can get away with it. <laughs> but there was one time because he was a hypnotherapist, as you probably know, and mm. um, I'm very proud to say that he was one of the first hypnotherapists in the UK. Oh, that's right. he started right. practising in 1950, which is even before I was born. Wow. So, um, but anyway, he was waiting to see some clients one day <laughs> and he was sitting there working away on his computer because he was very um, forward thinking, I suppose, because this is going back years now, many years. And well, he's he's been gone for nearly 16 years, so a very, very long time. And um, mm. so he was working at his computer and my mum had shown two clients into his room and they, they'd taken a seat, they were sitting down behind him, and he was blissfully unaware he was so engrossed in what he was doing. <laughs> totally unaware, so he turned around and got the shock of his life. Oh, <laughs> instant climb. I'm, I'm surprised he didn't go. I, see, that made me on my things. That was awful. I'd, I'd have probably said that's a bad word. Well, yes, yeah, I certainly would. Actually, the other day, I was very, very proud of myself because um, I went to get something out of my car and I'd open the tailgate but I parked close enough to our garage so I couldn't open it fully mm. forgotten I hadn't opened it fully and I bumped my head on it and oh no and then I went ow and then I noticed our next door neighbor was out there so I just buttoned my lip and went <laughs> oh. <laughs> well I, I must admit I can remember one one incident I, I, I can't remember where it was I was working it's, it's not that long ago I, I was in actually it was it was since the pandemic so yes yeah, it's, it's it's comparatively recent I was in an office which was a rare event because I mostly work from home these days and something had happened and I was I, I wasn't I wasn't massively annoyed or cheesed off I was just a little bit fed up at something and just to myself as I walked into an office that I thought thought was empty I was going and I, I said, I said, I, 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 I swore. I said a bad word, Barbara. I'm not proud of it, but I did. No, I can't I'm, believe that of you. Shocking, isn't it? Shocking. <laughs> and um, I, I, I was just kind of moderately cursing under my breath about whatever it was that had happened. I genuinely can't remember what the thing was now that had so irked me. And as I, as I pushed further out in the door, the chief exec of the of the charity was sat in the room with the person that I was mildly annoyed at. Ooh. <laughs> and I can just, afterwards, the, the boss looked at me or said to me, when you look like a rabbit in the headlights. You looked terrified. I said, that's because I was. <laughs> and I immediately apologised and I just sort of backed out slowly like some old retainer that's kind of just leaving the room just very gently. And... Yeah, apologise afterwards profusely at my at my intemperate language, 
And um, you know, I, I'm, I am the sort of person. If I if I've got a frustration, I will talk to the person that I'm frustrated with. It's just that I sometimes want to offer a little bit of steam to myself first. Well, of course, you know, who sometimes doesn't. Yeah. But then, of course, because I've let steam off to myself first. By the time I speak to the person concerned, I'm calm. I'm reasonable. I'm. I like to think I'm. I can. I can have a conversation. And that's unfortunately, I was caught. <laughs> caught mid It was. That was slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, I love it! I'd love to have been a fly on the wall then. I think my. I, I can just remember freezing, thinking I genuinely don't know what to do now. So I'm just going to back out, apologise, and leave. <laughs> Yeah, that's the best thing to do, really. Just, just cut and run. Yeah, in that case, retreat was a better option, I think. Oh, yeah, I've just thought of something else. My poor dad, I'm having a field day now because it's defensive. So, um, something else that happened, and it does involve accidentally, accidentally swearing. So, I think in that context, I'm going to put my put my neck on the line here because yeah. um, I don't usually use bad language as you well know no indeed indeed However, on this particular occasion it, it was a game when he was talking to clients this time it was on the phone and he was giving them directions <laughs> and um, we were in made st- sorry it still makes me laugh now <laughs> it still makes me laugh but um, he said um, you go because we we were in Maidstone at the time, and um, he was giving these people directions. And he said, um, "You, you go up the the road that leads to Sittingbourne and Sheerness." Oh. And then he added, "You can't miss it. It's signposted Sittingbourne." And I thought, "I must not look at him." So I still think of that when I see the signpost now. I still think of that, and it still makes me laugh. It's... Oh, that's fabulous! That is fabulous. <laughs> My, actually, you saying that has kind of made me think of something that I did. I, it's wonderful. All, all the secrets coming out. Yeah. Just a few years ago, I used to work for um, lo- local councils. You know, as you know, I worked in in various councils in East Kent, and. I was, in a, I was in a meeting one day and we were waiting for the meeting to start and people hadn't arrived. So a few of us were just generally chatting. And the, the topic of Wales came up and, and the town of, a new, I think it was Newport, somewhere like that. And I, and I just facetious, I don't know why I said it, just for a joke, a pretty weak joke, but a joke nonetheless. I, what, do they, what do they call a sheep in Newport? A leisure centre. It was a very stupid joke. (laughs) Suddenly the temperature in the room dropped and the person who had started talking about Newport looked at me and went, I'm from Newport. (laughs) And again, it was just that... I was frozen. I could just see this chill running throughout my body. I, I meant it as just a stupid joke. It was a facetious joke. Somebody could cause offence to some people. I accept that. That's fine. It wasn't meant in that way. I, I, I can just remember. I'm I'm not normally lost to words, Barbara, as you know. But I can just remember sort of stuttering, going, "Oh, um, okay. I'm well. I'm really sorry." And uh, oh. and and he, he, I was watching him, thinking, "Okay, is he is he pretending to be annoyed?" And then the minute he'll burst out laughing. And go, oh, it's fine, you idiot. You, you know what's the problem? But he didn't. He oh, kept it was nice, and I thought that made it work. But in a sense, it also made it slightly funnier. 
yeah. so like after a while I started getting the, the, the nervous giggles <laughs> and I, thought, I mustn't laugh because I'm in a professional meeting working for the local authority and the person I've just mildly annoyed is sat diagonally opposite me and can see my reactions Oh, <laughs> I had to excuse myself and go to the toilet in the end um, just, but, just to make sure that I was composed but I, I really get that though because I mean if, if you just cast your mind back not so far or not so long ago when we were making videos it's when you know you mustn't laugh that yes. everything million times funnier yes just makes it so so hard to control it yeah, but, so, yeah I agree well, you know, when, when when you and I once met in Margate and we went to have a look at the Turner Contemporary oh, know, yes. at, at the art gallery and neither of us were particularly enamoured by the by the, the, the artwork on display. Yeah. And but I can't remember, something tickled us and we burst out and we like, we were like children. No, well, it was, it was actually a school party in at the time, wasn't there? And I was That's amazed right. that we hadn't been asked to leave, frankly, because we really were quite disruptive. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't know how, yes, you're right. I don't know how we were <laughs> on collection people were watching us. Yeah, I'm not proud of it. And... Yeah. Um, it was funny, though. Like. So funny. It was yeah. so funny. It was a remark that was made, and I, I will not repeat the remark. <laughs> 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 we weren't very enamoured by the artwork. No, no, we, we really, really weren't. <laughs> anyway, I think maybe we should veer away from that particular subject. Before yes, let's, let's, let's move, <laughs> move away from Wait, that. Um, <laughs> Oh, there was something I did years ago, many, many years ago. I was probably in my 20s, I think. So, yeah, that's how long ago it was in the ARC, days of the ARC. And um, I attempted to introduce someone to someone else, which would have been fine if I could have remembered one of their names. You know, I remember one name, couldn't remember the name of the other person. I'd already said, oh, this is Brian. His name is Brian. I know it wasn't your son because he had... (laughs) I said, oh, this is Brian and this is... And I, oh no, I can't remember her name. So I said, um, I'm really sorry, I've forgotten your name. And then to make matters worse, I took a stab at it and got it wrong. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh see, that, that, that hits me. I, 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 I really feel it. Oh, dear. Oh, I, for me, it's if I can't remember somebody's name and my son is with me, yeah. because normally I will say, oh, Brian, say hello to whoever this person is. You know, big people aren't courteous, and then the person will usually talk to my son as well. Yeah, but but see, Brian now knows that if I don't introduce him to somebody, it's because I can't remember their name. It's not because I don't want to, it's just I've forgotten their name, and I'm too English and repressed and polite to say, I'm sorry, could you tell me my name, please? <laughs> yeah. so, but because the first time it happened that, that I didn't introduce him, Brian was uh, clearly he was quite confused because I could see him kind of going, Well, daddy always tells me who this is and asks me to say hello. And he went, Daddy, he says, who, who is this person? And I'm left there going, <laughs> we've been talking for five minutes at this point. So I'm then sitting there going, not now, Brian, just just not now. <laughs> just no. And then the, thankfully the person I was talking to best started laughing and went, I think your dad's forgotten. My name's so-and-so. And then the conversation, thankfully, they were very, very good about it. I was very... I was very relieved that they were <laughs> rescued. In other words. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, I, I can see. I, funny, it's funny moments like that. You do feel when, when you're when you're in that moment of making a mistake or misjudgment or whatever. 
you you feel this kind of wash of dread coming over you, and you just think, "Just kill me now, just, yeah. just let me die quietly." It's really bad, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not usually stuck for words. I have to say, you know, like yeah. you, I think um, if something happens, I'm usually quite good at thinking on my feet and coming up with it. I mean, that's a slight digression. Um, when one of my sons, <laughs> I tell you which one, <laughs> one sons, um, his teacher phoned me and he'd been messing about basically at, at school with um, a couple of his friends. They'd been messing about. And his teacher phoned me and she said, um, Could you please ask said son um, and <laughs> behave himself in class? And I said, Yes, of course. Could you please ask him to tidy his bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> Because I was slightly rankled, actually, because I thought, well, if it's in school, then you deal with it, you know, unless yeah. it's something really... I mean, it was nothing major, I, I hasten to add. Because, I mean, had he been doing something really bad, then, of course, I would have... Oh, My partner yeah. act the teacher up and so on, but they were just, just being silly. And um, she phoned the um, other offender's mother as well and, uh, and said, you know, whenever there's any silliness, I know it's them. So I thought, actually, I'm... Sort of proud of that in a really well, in, in, a, in a strange sort of way. Yes, I agree. That's my boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I could talk about child. I can remember as a child. I, I met the Queen Mum once, vaguely. Right. Which is which is strange, but I I I, I, what, I met her vaguely. So what? You're not totally sure it was. <laughs> no. no. I, I I I remember the situation vaguely. It was definitely oh. her. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, my dad was a journalist uh, before he retired, and he gone. He got a job to do somewhere where he was. He was. He was covering this visit to a church or cathedral or something in Kent of of the Queen. And she was the Queen Mum was there for some reason doing whatever it was, opening it or I don't know whatever. Yeah. And for some reason, my dad decided to take me along, which was which was lovely. Um, but I, I wasn't that old, maybe eight or nine, and I didn't have any filter. Then, right, right. You know, and typical kind of yeah, child sense, but even less so. And I, could, I, I, my mum and dad always used to joke. There was an ongoing joke, and maybe a rumor about the Queen Mum that she liked, liked a little bit of gin. Oh right. You know, in, in, there was always that kind of rumor going around. She 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 liked the booze a little bit. She liked to have a bit of a drink. And but of course, when I saw her, she was very elderly. She you know she was now probably her nineties or very well yeah probably nineties at this time. So she was unsteady on her feet <gasps> because she was in her nineties. Now I didn't know the difference. All I heard was I'd heard maybe my parents or somebody at some point saying, "Oh, she likes a little tip of the gin." And I kind of vaguely understood that gin could gin could make you drunk, yeah. And you, you talk tie things together. Anyway, she'd walk past and she'd smile. I can see it as I'm forty years old. But I can still. She'd walk past me, sort of waved at me as as adults do to children, and I'd wave back. And I turned to my dad, who was there with his press pass on. You know, professional. He was he was he was representing the the the, the press corps. And I said to my dad. Is she drunk, Daddy? In, but and she heard it. She must have <laughs> heard it because she was only a few feet away from me, and my voice even then carried. <laughs> and, and I can just remember my dad shrinking. So he felt like he shrunk slightly, and he went, "We'll talk about it later." <laughs> I was like, 
I, I didn't understand. I didn't. I was like, what? What are you talking about? Um, I just remember my dad having to have a conversation with me afterwards about the, the about when you comment about things. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, you know, my dad kind of had a word with his boss, his editor at the time, and sort of said, look, I took my son along. This is what he said. My, my editor, his editor was apparently roaring with laughter. It was absolutely just <laughs> having hysterics about it. It was, it was fantastic. But, of course... Looking back, I thought I would have thought later. Oh God, what if he lost his job over it, or you know, he got wrapped on the knuckles about it? You know, but nothing mm. happened. But that was my uh, that was my memory of the of meeting the Queen Mum. <laughs> oh wow! I bet that was her memory of meeting you as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you remember that that for the rest of her life. <laughs> oh, thanks. Awkward. Yeah, very awkward. I think sometimes we can have these kind of mishaps. I mean, I think that we're both very fortunate in that we can generally see the funny side of things. Yeah. And I have to say, my son, who is dyspraxic, can see the funny side of almost <laughs> any situation. You know, he's really, really switched on when it comes to seeing humour. You know, he's mm. really good at it. And um, I don't know if that's possibly because of our dyspraxia and we kind of get used to things and it's just easier to deal with if it's funny. Yeah, I I, I think it's I, I certainly find it easy to shrug things off. You know, if, if I've made a mistake, I'll accept it. I'll own up to it, and then I'll I'll move on. Yeah. Um. And I, I'm I like to think I'm I hope I am pretty good at accepting. Well, if someone else has made a mistake, all right, how does it happen? Talk to me about it. Explain to me how we're going to fix it. Okay, mm. let's move on. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I I I hope I am. Anyway, I'd like to think I am accepting of. Of mistakes. Well, mistakes aren't aren't really necessarily negative things because they're ways of learning. Absolutely. Oh, they're lessons. So I don't see a mistake as being something. Oh no, that's terrible. I mean, unless it's life and death, which you is, but yeah. um, you know, really and truly, that's what they're for. They're so that we can learn from them. And so I don't have an issue with mistakes in general terms. You know, I think it's um, just part and parcel of life. And so yeah. it's important to just learn from it move on you know don't keep keep committing the same offense over and over uh, yeah uh, i think it, uh, when in society did did mistakes become dirty words oh. and i ask that quite genuinely but there seems to be this thing where where mistakes are are, are this always negative thing you know whatever the mistake is oh my god that is it, the end of the world yeah. that you think okay what we learn from it you, you know uh I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I, I used to be terrified about making mistakes for a while, partly because of jobs I've had where the managers weren't that tolerant about any mistake, even if it was just you spelt someone's name wrong on a piece of paper. You know, that was treated with the same intensity and severity as if you'd burnt the building down, you know. So, you know, sometimes, yeah, I, I don't understand where that permanent dislike and fear of mistakes came from. Insecurity? Possibly. Yeah, possibly. And um, I think also it, it's like um, something that's fascinated me for a long, long time is humour, the psychology of humour, especially because slapstick is so popular. And you see somebody slip on a banana skin and it's hilarious to some people. I mean, not everyone likes slapstick, but I think that that comes from fear because it's a fear that or a relief because it's happened to someone else and not to me. Do you know what I mean? I think that's, yeah. that's what makes people laugh. So it's um, that's what that comes from. It's fear initially, and then relief because it's happened to someone else. So, 
yeah, interesting stuff. But um, not all mistakes and misunderstandings and things can be viewed in a hilarious way. <laughs> yeah, and I'm casting my mind, my mind back to when I was about five, I think. I was at infant school and it was the end of term. And for some reason, we were put into a different classroom. So we went into this different classroom and it was class two's usual classroom. I remember that. Oh. Because I remember also going back to school at the beginning of the next term and going into class two's classroom and it was class two that was in there and not ours. Oh. <laughs> I can't even remember what my class was, actually. But but um, then being directed back to where I should be, so I was really late getting into um, into the class. And my teacher was a shocker. She really embarrassed me in front of the whole class and said, she thought she was going to class two. And I oh, no. You know, I was absolutely mortified. Yeah. So, you know, that set the bar pretty low and I uh, didn't do a lot for my confidence, but um, I've got over it now. Even though I still remember it this morning. But I, I, I was just going to say to you, isn't it interesting that you still remember it even after all this time? Well, I remember how I felt. You know, I was yeah. absolutely, I just wanted the ground to open up and swallow me. It was, yeah. it was like that as a five-year-old, you know, that's, um, that's quite unpleasant. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I, it's like you saying that. It's made me think about something that, that I'll divine about um like, i think last last week so as we record this obviously everyone's back at school now and work and everything but over the other christmas break um i'd taken brian to the local park which is literally two minutes across the road from from um where we live and we played a little bit of football i'm not a sportsman so i did about 20 minutes before i started struggling and needed to sit down and hit the rest and there was a the brian was just doing some kicky up by himself for a bit, and there was a, a lad by himself playing kicky uppies a little bit across the park. And he was about Brian's age, roughly, you know, within a, within a few months, I guess. And I saw Brian looking at this kid, and I said, well, "Brian, if you want, go and go and see if he wants to wants to play." Yeah, it's good. yeah. I said, "He's." I assume because it, it, the park's surrounded by houses, so I said, "I assume he probably lives in one of these houses." This is around here, I said, you know, so if you want to go, I'm, I'm here. Nothing, no harm can come to you if you want to go and ask him. He went, Daddy, I'm frightened of saying the wrong thing. What if, what if I upset him? What if I, what if I embarrass myself? I said, well, what are the chances of that happening, do you think? And he sort of thought about it and and he said, well, if I said the wrong thing, obviously I'd be, I'd be a bit embarrassed, he said. I said, well, practice first what you're going to say. So he said to me, okay, well, I... You know, would you like to play with me? Would you like to play some kicky up, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. You know the politics of ten-year-old children and helping them understand that it's okay to do this. And he was really nervous. He was really anxious that he was going to make some sort of terrible faux pas or terrible mistake. And you know, I helped sort of calm him down and talk about you know practicing what to say, rehearsing his words. And then he went over and he spoke to Sad and Sad went, okay, yeah. And they played together for about forty-five minutes. Actually, in the end, and it was it was great. They had a, a lovely time playing together. I sat a little bit away, and I was there if he needed me, but he didn't. So that was fine. And he came back afterwards, and he went, "I'm glad I asked." And I just thought, and I just left it because I thought, hopefully, he'll remember that as a positive. That that yes, he was anxious, and he was a little bit worried about making a making a fool of himself, but he didn't because he was he he practiced and he tried. I, I just think that's what I want him to remember from his childhood. 
you know, that he he gave things a go. And sometimes when he gave things a go, he got a positive result out, out of it. You, okay. you know, that's, that's what I want children certainly to learn and take it with them into adulthood. Yeah, exactly. And that takes away the anxiety as well. So I think social interaction actually is a whole new subject for a, a completely different podcast, isn't it? I yeah, I think so. Think about that. But um, mm. I must tell you something that happened, you know, just on the subject of misunderstandings. Okay. Recently, fairly recently, I wanted to phone a restaurant, book a table. I was taking my mum out to lunch. It was her birthday, actually. I wanted to book a table for her. And um, she usually eats sort of fairly early. So um, I phoned the restaurant and I said, um, could I book a table for 12, please? And they said, oh, really sorry, but we don't have any table. You know, we only have... <laughs> so I said, oh, no, I meant 12 o'clock. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I, I realised, actually, I should have phrased it differently. <laughs> So it was all down to me, but it made me laugh anyway. <laughs> oh, that's oh, oh, no, it's just two of us. <laughs> yeah, two at 12, not 12 at 2. Exactly, <laughs> two at 12. <laughs> so I'll remember that for another time. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> There's always an outside chance I'll forget, of course. You know, but, it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> memory, there's another one. Oh, memory, yeah, definitely. So I think we've got a couple of, well, I can think of a couple more podcasts that we can do. One on social interaction, definitely. one on memory. We'll, we'll remember them, though. We'll have to listen back to this podcast when it's uh, published and then go, oh, that's what we're going to talk about. Yes, yeah. No, <laughs> Maybe we need to ask the, the, the listeners to start telling us what we probably talk about just to remind us. <laughs> oh, what a good idea. So anyone who's listening to this, Actually, if you have any ideas for what we can talk about, Ooh. if you'd like to hear these, um, I hesitate to say words of wisdom. Oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> these crazy people. Our, our inflated opinions. So <laughs> 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 no. on the subject of the two dyspraxics inflated opinions, I think we'll draw it to a close there. So uh, thank you very much for listening, as always. And uh, we'll... We'll speak to you next time. Yeah, so okay. <laughs> goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from her. Me, her. It's us. us. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.